Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Guys, good morning. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Key. morning, Hey. So we, uh, we took a little time away from the subject of DeMar Hamlin over the last hour or so. Talked a little football and, and um, but, you know, DeMar is never far from our thoughts, especially at this moment um, when he's not out of the woods, you know. Um, his uncle, Dorian Glenn, spoke to Coley Harvey last night and we're going to, on the 7 o'clock Sports Center, and uh, gave a little uh, update on DeMar's health. And here's, here's DeMar's uncle. It's kind of just like they're day-to-day. Um, he's improving from where he was yesterday. And, um, you know, we're just going to continue to pray. And I know that he's in great hands with the medical team he has here. Um, they've been doing a tremendous job just um, helping him with his recovery. I'm just happy that he's still here to fight. He's still here. He still has a chance to get better. He still has a chance to continue to be the positive impact that he's been on the community. And, um, you know, I, I found a lot of blessings within that. Um, and by the way, every single caller, I think, maybe just about every one of them, and we've taken a bunch today on topics, you know, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and coaches and stuff, and almost every one starts with prayers up to DeMar Hamlin. Um, and, you know, when something like this happens to a, uh, a player who's not very well known to the entire sporting public, people start to find out about the guy. And what you find out about DeMar Hamlin is everyone loves him. Um, the NFL said the game, Bills-Bengals, where the injury occurred, where DeMar Hamlin, the safety for the Bills, tackled T. Higgins, the receiver for the Bengals, and after the play stood up, and then looked woozy and fell straight on his back. He'd, he was in cardiac arrest, given CPR on the field for many minutes or multiple minutes, and then eventually taken to a nearby hospital where he is in critical condition. The NFL said that game, Bengals-Bills, which was in the first quarter, will not be resumed this week. They said in a sta- the NFL said in a statement that Commissioner Roger Goodell informed the teams that the game would not be resumed this week after consulting with both teams and NFL Players Association leadership. The league, however, has made no decision on resuming the game at a, liter- at a later date. The league said in a statement that it has not made any changes to the Week 18 regular season schedule. Quote, the NFL continues to be in regular contact with the medical team caring for DeMar Hamlin and also the Bills and Bengals organization and the NFL Players Association. That's what the league said in a statement. Guys, Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL insider, was on the 6 o'clock Sports Center last night and reported the following. 
Well, the league tells me, again, Brian McCarthy, spokesperson for the league, says, as we announced today, we are focused on playing Week 18 as scheduled. Um, so they've also made clear to every team that they do have you know, counselors on hand. They have all sorts of different things in place for these teams, for these players. But ultimately, they do plan on keeping the schedule going through this weekend. So there are these little scheduling things that the league will still have to do. But ultimately, at this point, we see very clearly where their priorities are, but they are still saying, though, that all-encompassing on a macro level, the games this weekend are still scheduled Dang. to be played. Um, what do you think about that, Key, that they play? I mean, I don't know what you do exactly. I'm not claiming to have the answer, but what do you think about the fact that they are, you know, week 18 is as usual, with the exception of you know, we'll see what happens with the Bills. You know, there's so <clears throat> there's so much that has to be put in to make changes and decisions. Um, this is still very fresh. And when you look at it, there's scheduling, there's, there's you know, the obviously networks, the TV uh, situation. And then you, you say, you know, what else in, in, in our country in particular, whenever we have something that come up that said, you know, important crisis or whatever the case is, we tend to turn to sports for healing. Um, so when you look at that, it's like, what else do we expect for the league to do? Maybe, maybe push the season back into that bye week or that off week leading into the Super Bowl. But then you start to, to look at some of the logistics on doing those sort of things and how could they pull that off? They've been able to, to play games in the past when certain situations has come up, they've been able to alter the schedules and maybe they're looking at trying to figure out how to do that as we speak right now. You know, I didn't get a chance to say this yesterday, but um, I, I just wanted to give a you know shout out and prayers to, to Buffalo too. I mean, we've talked a lot about Demar Hamlin. We will continue to talk about Demar Hamlin and his family, and they deserve all of our prayers and attention too. But in the last several months, I mean, we've had a racist act of terrorism at a grocery store that took ten lives. We've had the blizzard that came through that storm that took forty lives, and now this. Um, <laughs> Been through a lot, that community. (laughs) That community has been through a lot. And now seeing them gather around this, you know, Key, there are a lot of times I I come to the table as it relates to the NFL thinking what they should do. Um, I think your perspective is based a little bit more in the reality because of your experience with what the NFL will do. I think the NFL probably will continue to play their games uh, this weekend. I'm not saying that other people weren't affected, but that's a lot of logistics in trying to move a lot of things around, even though I think you could, like I said earlier, just push it back a week. Um, But I I still come back to the Bills organization. So if the league wants to continue to play, okay. But the Bills players in particular, if some players decided to stay – and in Cincinnati and be by the side not knowing what to do with their teammate in DeMar Hamlin. And as we talked about with Kimberly Martin earlier, this is all fluid. So even if they're meeting because they flew back to Buffalo, were being focused on DeMar and his family and trying to get answers, you're still not focusing on your opponent that's coming up this, this weekend. So you're still at a disadvantage because you're so fixated on your brother. That's not a teammate. This is your brother that you watch CPR being performed on in the middle of the field in which the game was stopped. So I, 
I don't know how that team in particular, those players, are just able to work through that in the course of a week. I, I have a kind of a, a, a larger thought about this than, or, or a thought that encompasses a couple of different ideas we've discussed today. Um, Key talked earlier about how, essentially, and we, would, we discussed how in an earlier era, before increasing player empowerment, they just would have continued to play the game, right? And it was the uh, players and coaches who led to that game being postponed, if not canceled, Monday night. Because the league, the, you know, as the reportings come out, it looks like the, you know, the league was following their lead. And he was talking, and you know, like, and, and thing he was talking about how the world has changed, and the one way, one of the ways is player empowerment, and a lot. And I said yesterday, Key, that a lot of people want to point fingers at the NFL and get mad, or players get mad at pundits who who think about things other than Demar Hamlin right away, like the implications on the NFL season, et cetera, or maybe they get mad at fans or fans get mad. People get mad generally because when something like this happens, you feel disempowered, right? What can you do? And so anger re-empowers you, and it always has to focus on someone. And so people point, bad NFL or bad this, bad that. I just want to say something about that. The, you're right, Jay. The NFL probably is just going to proceed with the, with the season. And that doesn't make it, you know, businesses are not moral or immoral. They're amoral. Their point is to make money. The NFL's point is to make money, right? And they don't want to interrupt that. They don't want to disrupt it. But what disciplines a business is the consumer. Consumer can discipline the business. And I wonder how sensitive the NFL is to the kind of prevailing feelings about DeMar and, and whether, you know, the wisdom in just continuing without making some accommodations to the players right now uh, and what they must be going through, all the players who have to suit up on Sunday – I wonder, Key, like you're probably right. They'll, they'll, as Jay would say, you look at it more realistically, they'll proceed. But I wonder how much things have changed and if it wouldn't be wise maybe to back things up a week. Well, there, <clears throat> there obviously the conversations will be with the NFLPA and the leadership in, in, in the NFLPA along with the leadership on Park Avenue and the NFL to make that decision on what is the right thing to do. We're at Wednesday now. Uh, games take place on Saturday. In fact, there's two games on Saturday, I do believe, and, and ESPN and ABC are covering both of those games. So when you start to think about where we're at in the middle of the week, as I said before, some players on other teams are going to try to play and, and, and keep it out of their mind because they're not particularly on the Buffalo Bills. They're not in the locker room every single day with the Bills and their players. Same thing with New England. New England's not. They have to play against Buffalo, but it's not that they're not in Archer Park. They're not in that building. They still feel it. They still uh, may feel a certain way and nervous and things of that nature. In thinking about Jamar, there's no question about it. But it's they're removed from it. Yeah, it's not so, like when it happens on your team in front of your face. Yeah, so it's it's mm-hmm. a little probably a little bit easier for them to take the field on Sunday and try and figure out how to play opposed to the Bills and the New England Patriots. Two teams that got to play against each other. Like Jay said, the Bills players are trying to focus on game planning, but yet and still, what's going on with my teammate? 
You're in a fog. I've been there before. I'll repeat this again. In 1997, the Detroit Lions are playing against me and my New York Jets. And Reggie Brown, a linebacker in Detroit, he goes down. They have to administer CPR to him. He's not breathing. You know, we're, we, we don't know what the heck is going on. And then we had to continue the game after they removed him from the field and took him to the hospital. We got, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes to warm up, whatever it was, and we continued to play. And one of the first passes that was thrown to me, I think it was probably three, four plays into that game uh, in the second, late fourth quarter, they throw me the football. My mind ain't in that. I'm like, no, I don't want it. So I'm trying to figure out how to even get my hands together to catch it. I was all over the place and because I wasn't focused in on that. I was more worried about what I just saw on the ground because I know CPR as, oh, my God, this is not a good situation when somebody is bringing somebody back to life and, and right in front of your eyes. So it's a little bit different. Um, but I think that the league and the NFLPA will certainly, you know, talk and touch the people that – it, it, the players that matter that's on that leadership council to, to make the right decision all right we're going to continue to have updates on the condition of demar hamlin throughout the day on espn radio we have more kjm coming up for the ones who get it done granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPNU from 6 to 10 a.m., Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app were presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, are we going to see Jalen Hurts on Sunday? Nick Sirianni, Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles head coach on Sports Radio 94 WIP. It just goes back to Jalen being healthy enough to play, right? Every game's big. I mean, shoot, the last two games were, were big too, but Jalen wasn't quite there yet to be ready to play. If Jalen's ready to play health-wise, then we'll play him. That will always, always be my first requirement is if the player is healthy enough to play and we don't put him at risk to, to put his body in danger just because we perceive it as a must-win. Especially now, you know, with, with the player safety on the forefront of everyone's mind, given um, DeMar Hamlin. Uh, 
but here's the question because the NFL is still tackle football. It's always going to be dangerous. There's always a high risk of injury. I saw a saw something online today about a Harvard study from 2017 that injuries are three almost three and a half times more likely in the NFL than in Major League Baseball, the European Soccer League, the NHL, and the NBA combined. Right? It's a full contact sport. Um, and Jalen Hurts, key. You've loved Jalen Hurts from the beginning. He's ha- he's having an MVP caliber year. Does he need to play? Do the Eagles need this number one seed, and does does he need to play? Well, he needs to play if he can play, right? I mean, he needs to play. They need him to win. But if he's not healthy, like Nick Sirianni said, we're not putting him out there. He can't be out there at 80%. He can't be out there at 90%. I need him to be at full strength, 100%, and I trust the trainers, and I trust the medical staff. And if he's ready to go, you put him out there, and let's go. Let's get the number one seed if that's the case. Jay? I, I see Jalen Hurts playing, I, I think – Physically, nobody, and I, I would tell you this as a basketball player, and we don't even have the sense of contact that they do in football. Nobody's really 100%. Now, I know he's coming off injury, right? But at this point of the season, I think the 100% of the mentality of who Jalen Hurts is because of the meaningfulness of the game is why I think Jalen Hurts will play. I, I, I firmly believe this. These are games that Jalen Hurts, he's built for. He's built for these type of moments because I truly do believe – like them having a number one seed, that's meaningful to this team for a Super Bowl run because of the advantage they would have at home. And I, I just, once again, I'll go back to my point about playing or establishing your best football leading into the playoffs than trying to find that sense of football when you're already in the playoffs or a guy that hasn't played two games. Yeah, there's three teams that can get the number one seed. And that's the, the Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers. Whichever team gets that number one seed, they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, so it is important for him if he's 100% healthy, to healthy in terms of football. You're right, Jay. You're, you're, nobody's ever going to be healthy. I mean, even 20 years when you retire, you still uh, are, are you know 60% of what you were when you started. <laughs> but if he's 100%, which means that if he can go, go. exactly, then go. Because that number one seed is important. You don't want to have to go to San Francisco. You don't want to have to go back into Dallas. You you want people to come to you. You want, uh, what is it, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone, whatever, whoever it is at the top of the stadium. You want all that unnecessary Philadelphia Eagle stuff to try to help you win football games. And even though the Giants have clinched a playoff spot and the Eagles at full strength are better than the Giants, I said from the beginning, that doesn't mean the Giants can't pop them, even with Jalen Hurts. That's a tough game. And I don't expect the Giants to ease up heading into these playoffs. I expect them to play hard. Um, and, and by the way, there is, as we just showed you on the graphic, we can put that graphic back up, guys. It would be good. Um, there is a scenario. Look at this. Here are the scenarios. If the Eagles beat the Giants or Dallas loses and San Francisco loses, they're the number one seed. This is what has to happen in Week 18. Um, the Niners have to win against Arizona and the Eagles have to lose. I think that's a pretty likely scenario, actually. More likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the More Cowboys. Dallas, yeah. Yeah. And the Cowboys need to win, and both Philly and San Francisco need to lose. Now, remember, if, if the Cowboys get the number one seed, they're good. They got the home game. If not, they got to go to Tampa. Man, and, the Cardinals ain't beating no San Francisco. Right, I don't see it either. But, you know, listen, it's the <laughs> NFL. Strange things happen. But, but I, you know, it, 
Cowboys go to Tampa, even though the matchup matchup favors the Cowboys (laughs) because they got that pass rush and and Tampa doesn't have an offensive line. But Tom Brady in the playoffs at home against the Dallas team that always seems to fall on their face in the playoffs if they make the playoffs? It's it's about matchups, though. If the Cowboys are playing the Bucs, I I doubt that they would be the underdog going into Tampa. They would probably be heavily favored because of the defensive side of the ball up against that offensive line in Tampa Bay. Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, it should work out that way, but key, I'm telling you right now, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I am not sleeping easy going into to, to play Tom Brady, you know, first week of the playoffs on the road. And I, I, I think it's a big get list. Jalen Hurts, as you said, if he can play – the Eagles really need him. Minshew's been terrible. Yeah, um, you said Minshew should be a starter, didn't you? I did. Well, once upon a time he was, but not not for this, Steve. I'll tell well, you that. He got much. a memory like an elephant, man. Who me? Yeah, no, he doesn't remember any of the stuff he gets wrong. The memory is just for <laughs> it's, what, it's what not, we get no. Wrong. I didn't say you got anything wrong. I just said you. All I said was you oh said yes, you Minshew. did. No, I, I'll say it. I didn't I got say. That one wrong. I didn't say you got it wrong. I just said what you said was he should be a starter in this league. I didn't say should be. I said he's starting. He's an excellent backup. Oh, no, boy. Uh, or have uh, me go find that uh, stuff from a couple can, months ago. You can find all you want. Said he's a starting caliber quarterback. No, low starter, but yeah, starting, ca- but, but an excellent backup. That's right. He was a starter, but nah, not anymore. It doesn't look like a starter anymore. It's just like, it's just like my Derek Carr. It wasn't MVP. Not anymore. Not, any, not anymore. PMV. Uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, you, you, think the Cowboy, you think the Cowboys get a win on the road against the Commanders? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the commanders. Yeah, the commanders are packed in. Man, them U-Hauls is already, them U-Hauls is packing up. Okay, I just feel like that game might be a little bit more challenging. They got them U-Hauls. They got them U-Hauls loaded up, boxes ready to go. Man, it looks like the Niners have a hell of a shot. To, to that McCaffrey, <laughs> different. Like it's just <laughs> they. The Niners look like yeah. The Niners are favored to win the conference now, and you could see why. They're plus 180, the Eagles plus 200, Dallas third plus 500, and then Tampa at plus 1,000, Minnesota at plus uh, 1,200, and Green Bay at plus 1,500. Man, they ain't even giving the Giants a shot, huh? No. No, the Giants, I don't think the Giants can. No. No, they can't. Um, but at any rate, they're in the playoffs. Dable's first year I think the on Giants the job could beat Minnesota. I agree. No, yeah, but yeah. they're talking about winning the conference. I know, but the fact that they got Minnesota in front of the Giants. No, no, I don't think. Know. No, I don't think they mean once the playoffs begin. I think they mean to have like the seeding to have the number one seed. I believe that's what that was. No, uh, no, that's no. to win the whole conference. Once that was the playoffs, whole, that start? was to win the whole conference. You Did we the, find you out the what, one just said it. Yeah, no, no, but I'm looking at the graphic. <laughs> Go to that previous graphic. This is the <laughs> NFC playoff picture we're looking at now. But the previous odds to win conference, I yeah, think they to win mean, the conference. You mean to get to the Super Bowl? Is this what this means, or does do, this mean do, to, to get the do, number we, one? When seed? you win the conference, you win the Super yes, Bowl. Yes, yes, I mean, yes. Go means to the Super what? Bowl, no, no. Max. That's why I said the Nuno, Giants. I, hold on, hold on one second. Minnesota. <laughs> Nuno's telling me yes, it means to win the conference. What we're asking is, what does that mean to get to the Super Bowl? Or yes, to, you win the conference means I'm you go to the Super Bowl. Nuno, does it mean? To, <laughs> If you win the conference, what happens, Max? Okay, so yes. it is to get to the Super Bowl. But those that seeding looked We're to building. me. Those odds looked to me like what they meant was the number one seed because they have San Francisco one, Eagles two, Cowboys three, and that I'm lines up this, with Max, their schedules right now. I'm going to try this one more time for you. Yeah. To win the 
Has Jim Harbaugh's tenure at Michigan been a failure? <laughs> Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. When Shook One's part two was playing, Mob Deep, that could only mean one thing. On this show... That means it's Paul Feinbaum time, and we, we play this song, of course, because this is Paul's favorite song. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Max, and everybody. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you, Paul. Happy New Year to you, too, Paul. Paul Feinbaum is brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve, and he's, of course, the host of the Paul Feinbaum Show. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern on SEC Network and the ESPN app. Uh, Paul, how big of a hit did uh, – Jim Harbaugh take and even like using expressions say, yeah, like that right you think, now. You think that's a hit? I don't think it was. I mean, he beat Ohio State. Yeah, by losing to TCU. I... Well, it didn't stop the speculation on the NFL side, but but I think in terms of Jim Harbaugh as a, as an elite college coach, he took he took some uh, some shots because his postseason record is abysmal, Max, and you can't ignore that. It, this that was a Saturday afternoon was his sixth straight loss at Michigan in postseason, and that includes the last two playoffs. And, and, and this was obviously a, a game that went down to the final moment, but most of those games have been blowouts. So uh, he, he's still done a remarkable job. He, and, and as Jay said, beating Ohio State is really the most important thing. But losing to TCU, I think, will be hard to get over. Uh, it, will be, it won't be as difficult if he leaves. Uh, and, and, and I know that that's another question, but it does mar the season, though. Uh, I mean, this was a Michigan team that, that had a had a inside route to the national championship game, and they blew it. So when you look at it, Paul, Ryan Day get a second bite at the apple, right, and, and, and loses to Michigan, but he gets the back door in because my USC Trojans obviously helped him out. But who looks worse, though, in this situation is it Jim Harbaugh, although though Jim has beaten Ryan Day two consecutive times, or is it Ryan Day because he can't seem to get to that place where Urban Meyer was? Yeah, I, I thought Ryan Day redeemed himself to the point where he didn't get blown out, which would have been cataclysmic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, won the, he, he won that part of the battle, but this is now the second time 
Keyshawn, that he has blown a a CFP semifinal game. Remember, three years ago, he had that big lead over 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 Clemson. Should have won the game, and uh, they crushed. They, they they caved in in the final quarter. And I think that's the hard part. Uh, he coached a, a nearly brilliant game, and quite frankly, the best call he made was, was a fake punt. Except the guy on the other side, Kirby Smart, made a better call by sensing it, seeing seeing that uh, there was not only 12 men on the field, which the officials were not calling, uh, but the different formation. And that, that one moment saved the game for Georgia and got them back on a roll. But I, I think it's a moot point whether he, he got in the playoffs, uh, he played it, they played well, but this is not Urban Meyer any longer at, at Ohio State. This is a guy who can, get, who can get you there most of the time but can't get past that game. And, and quite frankly, uh, this is not the same Ohio State program. I mean, th- this team was built. You, you, you know football better than, than, all, than, than all of us. And, and, and C.J. Stroud played one of the games of his career. Marvin Harrison Jr. in the first half was brilliant, and then he got knocked out of the game. Uh, you know, would, he, would, would it have been different? Of course, well, those are things that people still always talk about. But, but he wasn't in the game at the end, and, and Ohio State lost. Paul Feinbaum, host of the Paul Feinbaum Show here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Paul, you know, I've been reading a couple articles talking about the potential legacy of Kirby Smart. They get back-to-back, you know, national championships. But uh, what do we think about this matchup? Because whenever I start reading stuff like that, I'm like, okay, TCU, these guys are slingers out here, man. Like, they can make stuff happen. I, I understand that, uh, Jay, but I, but I, I, th- I think they, I think Georgia had, had its moment. Uh, this is a program that has only been tested one time the whole season. Uh, when they were on the road at Missouri, of all places, and and you could just feel it in Atlanta uh, Friday, Saturday, that that this was going to be a different type of game because of the talent. I don't think I don't think Monday night will be that. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not sitting here uh, this late in the in, in the night uh, and and this TCU. It's been a, everyone knows it's been a remarkable story, but I, I just don't think from a matchup standpoint uh, this game will be close. I think Georgia has some issues uh, that that got exposed in, the, in in its last two games, and it doesn't play well if you look at uh, Duggan on the other side. But uh, but to me, uh, Jalen Carter, who really was a no show most of the game, who I think is the best defensive player in the country, I, I think will will, will be another, will once again be a factor in this game. And and I I would I'll be shocked if Georgia doesn't run away with it. Georgia wins this game, Paul, and Kirby Smart wins his second national title. Now, the legacy part is whatever, but what does this do for him to start to kind of get into that Nick Saban sort of Dalbo Sweeney conversation? Well, it puts him right in there, and Dabo Sweeney has won two championships. And you know, Nick Saban has seven, uh, six at Alabama. And to me, that's the biggest part of this. Is, yeah, where, where I live, Keyshawn, Bama fans call in every day and talk about how can you dare say the dynasty window is closing. Well, let me, let me make this point. If, if we're talking a week from today and Kirby Smart has won two straight, and remember he lost in a national championship game in 2017, then you can't tell me that the Alabama dynasty is, is still running on, on, on all cylinders when they have won one in five years and Kirby Smart has gone back-to-back. So it changes the dynamics. It's a paradigm shift. And I think it's one that really becomes critically important as we examine Nick Saban. I think it's foolish to say Nick Saban is done. He just 
he'll, he'll finish number five in the country. Uh, he went 11 and two. He had the best recruiting class in the country, but he's no longer battling Dabo Sweeney or, or Urban Meyer from a couple of years ago or, or other people. He's got to battle his own disciple uh, in, 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 the, in the same league. And that, that won't be as challenging with a 12 team playoff uh, because you know, everyone will start getting, you, you, don't, you won't have to win the SEC to get in the playoffs, but perceptively uh, I think it, it could be a real issue. And, and Kirby Smart's what, 48 years old. Uh, you know, how, how, I mean, I mean th- this is unique when you consider what he's doing. Uh, and I know Dabo did it a couple of years ago and couldn't sustain it. Uh, but you know, listen, uh, the three of us probably could win a couple of championships with Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence as our quarterback. <laughs> Paul is is and, and you know Kirby. I don't know him nearly as well as you do. Is he a lifer? Is he a college football lifer, or or is there some NFL in the near future? I think there's some NFL in the near future, Keyshawn. Uh, he's you know. At some point, you, you know, it, he, he's got to look at it. Uh, you know, he, everybody at this level is making the 11 or $12 million. That's no longer the motivating factor. He wanted to prove that he was something more than Nick Saban's top assistant. He, he will do that uh, with, a, with another. He's already done that, but he'll do it again. And, and as, as much of a grinder as he is, and, and you know, he, he is one of those guys that, that, that never looks up, uh, I could see somebody in the NFL, the right situation coming to him. And, and I'm not saying the NFL is easy. We all know it's, it's, it's excruciating. We, we watch that in real time and, and are. But I think the life of an NFL head coach is better than the life of a college head coach. That is Paul Feinbaum, ladies and gentlemen, of the Paul Feinbaum Show. Always great to talk to you, Paul. All right, Paulie. Thanks, right, guys. Paul. Yeah, it, well. is, it is better than – than the college because you got to take chase guys like Jay around with a lot of money to get them to commit, you know. Yep. Or you can steal them up other people's rosters. You know that happens too. Nowadays, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are very good at it. Hey guys, even with them being on their third starting quarterback of the season, are the San Francisco 49ers the best team in the NFC? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. 
Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. ESPNU from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Sirius XM Channel 80 and the ESPN app were presented by Progressive Insurance. So, uh, Jay. So, uh, Max. For those who have not been paying, you know, first half of the NFL season, sometimes people aren't paying super close attention to the NBA. But no, Max, this is what I've been paying attention to. Absolutely. This Absolutely. Is, this is, uh, listen, it's the only game in town, the NBA, for a, for a, you know, for a good part of the year, but you know, the meaningful games in the second half of the season. So yeah, while people right. aren't taking, paying as close attention as they will shortly, we rely on you to tell well, us what we need to be paying attention to. Well, this is just what my biggest takeaways over the last two weeks, all sports here that have gone on and how I see it. So we'll just kick things off. First off, just want to do this. Big shout-out to DeMar Hamlin and his family. We're praying for you because that's the biggest thing. We always should lead with that. Uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. We hope cognitively he comes out of this thing and he's able to play football again at the highest level. That is first and foremost. Second up, I'm just going to go ahead and say this because they were supposed to play and they were playing. But uh, the, the Bengals low-key, I know we're going to talk about the Bills. I know we're going to talk about the Chiefs. I know we're going to talk about the 49ers. But low-key, oh, the Bengals have won seven games in a row. And I've often said this. Teams that are hitting their stride down the stretch going into the playoffs with a guy that just has all the confidence in the world and can throw outside the numbers probably better than any other quarterback in the league other than Patrick Mahomes, it's Joe Burrow, man. It's Joe Burrow and what they got going on there. So we got guys like Boyd. We got guys like, you know, their wide receiving core. Higgins. They are off the charts and they might low-key be in the Super Bowl when it's all said and done. So I just want to give a shout-out to the Bengals because that's one of my biggest takeaways about what's about to come. Next up, man, I, I will tell you, you know, what's happening in the NBA is just so crazy right now. And the fact that we're not talking about it, we're going to start talking about it. If that's LeBron James having 47 points against the Atlanta Hawks, right, without Anthony Davis really taking this team at the age of 38 and putting it on his shoulders. 43 points he had at Charlotte the other night. Right, like at 38 years old, just turned 38, 43 points. Still playing on numbers like that. If it's what we've seen Giannis do last night, 55 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. I mean, career high for Giannis in points, considering we saw him win a championship two years ago. And what Luka is doing to the league it's just off the charts. I mean, Donovan Mitchell had 71. I know he showed him up to a degree. Showed up Devin Booker when they played against the Phoenix Suns, which is another count by Donovan Mitchell. But like, Luka is on a tear by himself. Would love to see him actually get the MVP. Like the odds have had him favored every year, feels like, for the past three years for what he's doing. But the game of basketball is Luka Doncic moving forward. Come on, man. And the, the clip that people are scoring at right now at an all-time high level can't wait until we see more and more of this as the season continues. And last but not least, you know, I picked the Max. I know that you rolled with the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. You're going to stick with that pick. Great pick by you. Even with Jimmy G out, I love what I'm seeing by the 49ers, man. I, I'm, I'm, look, CMC and I have talked a couple of times. It blows me away with the character, but also just the swag in which he plays. And that pickup by this team – and Shanahan, it's such a different dimension to them offensively. Defensively, we know what they bring to the table. And Brock Purdy, 
just being consistent. We might be talking about him being the true starter for this team moving forward next year, even with Trey Lance and company on the roster. They are still my pick to win the Super Bowl when it's all said and done. McCaffrey just gives them an extra dimension they haven't had in recent years. Jay, and also at some point we got to get into what is going on in the NBA where guys are putting up these – like the, the, it seems like the the primary ball handler now is capable of giving you a fifty point triple double on any given night. You know, it's like crazy what's going on. But uh, what, what do you think about the Niners, Key? Well, I said it the whole time. It looks the same to me. Looks <laughs> Nothing the same, yeah. changed with Brock. Perkins. If anything, a little better. Man, a little bit better. A little bit better. Uh, I got to be honest. I mean, yeah, he made one mistake here, you know. But for the most part, when they got Christian McCaffrey, they're complete. Everything just changed. Uh, they, they're a different team, and I know Debo Samuel's got to get back in the lineup and get healthy. When they add him Oof. to the mix, they're going to be even better, and it's almost like they don't even really need him because they got McCaffrey. McCaffrey kind of does some of the same stuff, and the defense is on fire. Really good team, man. Yeah, Debo, Debo is the best wideout who's also a running back, and 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 – McCaffrey's the best running back who's also a wideout. Like it's, it's un- like McCa- the difference is the, the Niners have been winning a certain same kind of way in recent years, and now they just added an unanswerable playmaker. So I'll Man, say they this. Do- I, know that, I know that the Eagles, if they lose to the Giants, then you talk about the 49ers getting the number one overall seed, right? Yep. But out of the three teams vying for the number one seed, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Niners, for some reason, regardless of whether they have home field advantage or not, I don't worry about the 49ers. Agreed. Where I feel like as the Eagles, they need that. And I feel like for Dallas, it would be extremely beneficial for them to have that. Yeah, but da- Dallas, Dallas, it would be great to have home field advantage. I don't think they need it because they can run the football uh, as well. And they got a solid defense. So they can pin their ears back. Philly definitely needs it out of any of the three. But if the Niners got it, you can, they can punch their ticket. I agree, but I mean, I'm just saying, Key, rank the teams that need home field advantage more than Philly, anybody else. Philly, 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 Philly one, is one. We then think, who's two? We think that who's about two? Philly because we haven't seen Hurts in the playoffs, like, you know, like as this version of Yeah, but I've seen them on the road. That's the, yeah, yeah. I've I seen them on the road. Who's that's, number that's two, enough Key? for me. Uh, two would be Dallas. Yeah. 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 And then the Niners. Yeah. So we agree. In terms of who needs it the most. Yeah. Yeah. But Chris McCaffrey, something different, though. He just he a patient runner. He put his foot in the ground, and once he does that, you know he picks his lane, knows how to follow his blocks, his acceleration, his hand. But what did you expect? No, I was talking to somebody Sunday as we was watching the game, and the dude was like, "Ah, oh, I didn't think he was that good at Carolina." I'm like, "You weren't obviously watching football there, bro." The, I know, like, look, Derrick Henry is a beast, and there are some others, but to me, if everyone's healthy, I like Saquon and McCaffrey because of not only the multidimensional in terms of the catching ability and all that stuff, but they just – there's some dude you put your eyeballs on him, you're like, man, there's a little extra electricity there. There's a little, there's a little extra boogie in there somewhere, man. Like McCaffrey, he's just going to get his. He will get his. And the crazy thing about it is he's staying healthy for the Niners. Yep. <laughs> for the Niners, yeah. Uh, so anyway, listen. Throughout the, yesterday's show was dedicated exclusively to coverage of Demar Hamlin, um, and uh, we want to be sensitive to that. And he's never far from our thoughts. Um, there are other topics, obviously, that get introduced as time goes on, but we are absolutely keeping our uh, eye on what's going on with Hamlin, and we'll let you know as soon as we do. Um, it, you know, his, his uncle has given a statement recently, and 
I mean, talked about it, his oxygen levels have been improving, so hopefully we continue to get good news. And that's what we're going to be discussing coming up in the 9 o'clock hour in a, in a, in a matter of moments. Uh, the latest on DeMar Hamlin. Uh, and and uh, as I said, hopefully everyone's very anxious to know. Dan Graziano was on the show yesterday saying like he's not working his contacts as he normally would, not because we don't want to know, but because you want to be sensitive about the family's privacy and yet and respectful of the family. And yet people really with very good intentions want to know that he's going to be OK. Yeah, I, it's, it's a tough situation I and mean, we will dig into it more in the next hour. But you just continue to pray that everything will be OK for him. I'm very encouraged even just by, listen, I understand a lot can happen. He's not out of the woods. But even every little piece of good news, like his oxygen levels are improving, you know, you 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 hang on to it. Hearing his uncle talk about the fact that he was resuscitated two times. Yeah, well, it's just, I mean. Not you know, once, like once on the field and then another once he got to the ER is just mind-boggling. Yeah, and he, so we're, we're going to be getting into that in a matter of uh, in a matter of moments. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN Yo Sirius XM Channel 80, back after this. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.